0: to the Pei Chen Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010.
1: Hey, happy Sunday to you. Welcome to the show, uh, broadcasting live from Montreal tonight, uh, where I've spent the past few days. Came here on a bit of an eating trip, which I've really succeeded at, actually. And also to visit my BFF, best friend, forever, uh, Nat Lozon, who is in studio with me, co-hosting the show. Hi, oh, Nat. hi, hello. Your intro music is sexy you know what elliot likes when people compliment him on the music elliot of course the technical producer kudos elliot yes you're welcome, so uh, nat and i have uh, been friends for over 20 years and nat has been in radio for a very long long time very 26 years but yet you're only 35 how, how does this work 27 I know. but um, it's cool Peg. which is kind of crazy can we just quickly tell the story of how long you when you started radio
2: Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, I started uh, when I was 13 in my hometown. I know, which is amazing. It's it's ridiculous. And then I went to school at Ryerson where I met you and studied uh, radio and TV and then worked at uh, Mix 99.9 in Toronto. And then 16 years ago came here and uh, there you go. I guess the rest is history. Yeah. And so
1: you're still working in in Montreal at a uh, top 40... station
2: yeah uh, it's
1: a uh, nine to five the beat yes
2: um yeah so I do that on uh on weekends and I also uh, started my own voiceover company about three years ago so that's what I do uh, I hear your
1: time. voice on commercials all the time and it's so <laughs> weird because I'll be at home and I keep the tv on in the background and I'll hear the one I hear you do the most often is a foot fungus commercial which I love <laughs> I think I've peaked that's it. And it's on during, like, The View, and it's on during <laughs> Ellen. It's on during really big American shows, Sweet. and it's your voice talking about foot fungus. Yeah, I'm working my way up to incontinence <laughs> pads. That's that's my Pretty goal. Pretty soon, we will get there. Uh, so <laughs> Nat's actually going to stick around with me for the hour, and this Yay! is really a lot of fun for me because we have been um, – such good friends for so long and working in the same industry, both doing shows, but never had the opportunity to work together, even though we've, we we kind of joke about it all the time, like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if we were to do a show sometime and just you know, just have a good time and let loose and it's just never happened. So it's great fun to be in your city, actually, to be doing a show from Montreal. So I'm actually broadcasting from the CJAD studios in Montreal, which is the sister station to News Talk 1010. They're very nice to uh, let me in and do this. So we've got a couple of things we're going to talk about throughout the hour because uh, we've hung out for a couple of days. A lot of things were happening in the city. Yeah. One of them being just for laughs. So coming up on the show, we'll tell you a little bit about uh, some people, interesting people we encountered. Let's Quote put it unquote, that way.
2: She's making little finger uh, quotes with that, by the way.
1: Yep. So, and I actually want, uh, would love if you could text in as well during the show. Um, I'm not able to see phone calls come up, so if you could text in, the text is 7-10-10. I am able to see your messages. Uh, I would love to know the most annoying things that people do in public that just make your blood boil, because <laughs> we've experienced a few in the past few days that we think, um, are universal things that, that annoy you. Like for example, the person that doesn't signal, uh, when they're driving, right. Or people who uh, text on their phones in movie theaters, people who talk loudly on their phones in, you know, like fairly quiet public spaces, people who stand at the top of escalators. I hate you
2: (laughs) with the depth of my soul. What, you mean the people who just step off and then stand there? They just stand at the top or
1: the bottom. Just, mm, I finished my ride. So, now what? Now we just all collect at the bottom, I guess. Yes. So text in at 71010. Would love to hear, I guess, your your pet peeves because we have a few of our own to share. I also put it up on Facebook and uh, people were really, I don't know what happened, but now I'm hearing tone. <laughs> Is Elliot still there, and is Elliot going to speak to me, perhaps, and tell me what's going on?
0: Hey, everything should be fine. I'm just going to
1: keep going, then, <laughs> because we're hearing, like, really strange sounds yeah, in our it's, uh, headphones.
0: It's
2: very
1: odd. But anyway, we're going to come up. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on, sort of the pet peeves, and I uh, would love for you to join in and text in at 71010 and let me know what your pet peeves are. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, let's see... Oh, uh, some people who don't are who aren't super interested. Okay, I'm just reading the text. Right. Oh, you're getting text in there. Okay, a few in there. Um, so we are also going to talk about um, so just for laughs, which which I love that we saw some great Canadian comics. Yep. So we went to see a show called Homegrown, which is uh, they invite different up and coming artists from all over the country to perform and i thought they were really great so it's, it was nice to see sort of like the budding young canadian talent and where they might go next that's it it's uh it's a competition
2: that's been happening as part of just for laughs for the past like 17 years and they basically scout the country for the uh for the best up-and-coming uh stand-up comics and then they all uh, go head-to-head one night and uh yeah that was a good one that was a really good show there's some uh, amazing talent across the country
1: that's for sure and then we saw um the gala last night which was uh, hosted by Howie Mandel so another Canadian that's done really well and I think what's great is they invite these people back to they invite these people back um who have like in many ways, gotten their start at Just for Laughs. And also Just for Laughs is now, like, in Montreal, sort of the big one that's been around for a long time. But there's also Just for Laughs Toronto, which happens in the fall. And a lot of these comics, you know, travel the country, and they're just trying to get known and build a bit of an audience. And so people like Shama Jumner, uh, who was hosting something as well, you know, uh, Howie Mandel, these great Canadian artists who've done so well and had – and they were – you know, thanking the audience at Just for Last because they had their start, you know, in these smaller clubs, doing these small shows that where no one knew who they were. And then now they've been able to make a career out of it. So, yeah, they have a, nice to see.
2: It's true. They have a deep appreciation for the city. Actually, I heard a cool story today. Uh, Dave Chappelle has been in town doing like uh, 10 shows or something, always sold out. And uh, he threw a private party last night in Montreal um, for a bunch of people at a restaurant, and uh, said that uh, Montreal is a place that was really deeply rooted in his heart because Montreal is the place where he got his start specifically. Really, so, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he said, 15 years ago, I was broke, I was destitute. Um, they invited me here for Just for Laughs. I did some sets, and now I'm a millionaire, and all I want to do is give back. And so comics wow. have a very deep-seated appreciation for the city because uh, it's it's where many of them got their start. So It's the 33rd year for Just For Last this year. That's pretty pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. Um, And I know that many people in Toronto are celebrating uh, Pan Am Games, which have wrapped up. And we have done, Canada has done amazing in terms of medal count and athletes. And despite, I think, a lot of the nervousness that people had going into Pan Am, just in terms of how uh, successful it might be if even just the infrastructure was going to be there to make it happen. Um, It's turned out to be quite a success. And now people are talking about, you know, should we make a bid for the Olympics in the future? And I'd like to know, uh, actually, the listeners, your opinion. Would you like to have Toronto host the Olympics? I think they're talking about 2024. Uh, Text in again, 71010, and uh, let me know because I think – people were really grumpy about the Pan Am games before they started. Why? Well, it was like, oh, the traffic, we can't get oh, anywhere. Oh, Toronto, like, come on, suck it up, you guys. <laughs> so, Do you know there what traffic of, is like in Montreal? Well, I don't I know that it's as bad. But uh, so there was a lot of uncertainty because you just didn't know. So you're kind of yeah. preparing for the worst. And then yeah. in the end, you know, it was a, for some people, it was a, there was some inconvenience, um, but it worked out and it did really well. You know, uh, Toronto got a lot of international attention. Kanye yeah. West is performing tonight, the closing ceremony. So I think a lot of people are celebrating the end of that and realizing that, yeah, we were able to host a really amazing international event, get all of this attention, and that we've really created sort of a positive. I guess tourism boost as Not, well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Not to mention the boon, the boost for tourism. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And uh, but yet at the same time, some people are like, Nope, we don't want the Olympics here. Well, there's <laughs> always
2: going to be people like that who want to poop on everything that people want to do. But you know, whatever. They're they're the they're few and far between, I think.
1: So I'm curious to know if you would like to see Toronto host uh, the Olympics sometime in the future. Seven ten ten. Let me know. Um, I think it would be kind of cool. It, it would be really great to have us be sort of. The center of the world for a little while. We well, were be- a little bit. We got a little taste of
2: that this time during Pan Am. Yeah, and you become a part of history. You become installed in history. So why would you not want to? You, you, Toronto. You now know that you have the infrastructure to handle such a thing. Um, a beautiful city, a clean city, welcoming people. Uh, why not?
1: Well, we'll see. <laughs> It's coming up. Uh, thanks for tuning in tonight, everyone. The other voice you are hearing is Nat Lozon, who is a uh, Montreal radio broadcaster, but also used to work in Toronto at uh, what was called Mix 99.9. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah, now which is now Virgin <laughs> Radio. That's right. So Nat was there. Uh, you were on air there, I guess, what, 16, 17 years ago? Uh,
2: yeah, I was there from like 96 to 99. Oh, wow. Isn't that insane? I can't believe how quickly time has passed, but I started overnights, and then I did an afternoon show with uh, Catfish Morgan, and then afternoons with Buzz Reynolds, and then I moved to Montreal. So I, I think a lot of people listening
1: might, you know, remember your name. And... From so long ago? Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> if not, they remember you from the foot fungus commercial yes, that plays it. constantly on air, because Nat does a lot of voiceover work as well. <laughs> and you also do a lot of work with animals, which we'll talk about uh, later on in the show. Sure. But Nat and I have been friends. Um, so we met at Ryerson University back in the mid-90s,
0: Gross. And we're going to talk a little...
1: <laughs> Not Ryerson, but the mid—the fact that we're talking about the mid-90s. The mid-90s. It was a good time. Doesn't it was a lot of baggy. Ago. You know what? The clothes were baggy, for one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That was great because we all put on the Freshman 15. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when we started off, we just didn't really know what we were going to do. Remember when I put on the Freshman 15 and I had to
2: hold up the zipper on my pants with an elastic band? Yep. I do remember that. <laughs> uh, is this
1: really Jim Richards who just texted in? He's like, Nat, you are old. Love oh, Jim come Richards. On! Jim's been there. Jim, well, you used to work with Jim. Ages ago. Yeah. 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 That makes Jim an old
2: man as well. Yeah. He's still, he's geriatric now, I think. (laughs) Oh, poor old Jim. That's what we call him now. Poor old Jim. Oh, I miss you, honey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's having somebody feed him jello right now. That's what's happening. Say hi to your nurse for us, Jim. (laughs) So text in 71010 during the show and uh, interact with us. You can also tweet me at Pay Chen, and uh, you're listening to the Pay Chen Show on in depth radio, News Talk 1010. You can always catch podcasts as well of the show. They usually go up the next day at uh, paychen.com. And uh, would love to hear what you think. It's actually really um it's a treat for me to still be able to do the show while i'm away because usually uh somebody covers for me when i go out of town i visit my family so it's a lot of fun to still be able to broadcast in toronto um even though i'm just a few hours away in montreal having some good times eating a lot of great things i'll talk a little (laughs) bit about that as well i did a bit of a like eating binge in two days. And there are some, I, Toronto has fantastic restaurants, and I'm always talking about them and talking to the chefs there. But it's been so nice during this trip to discover some of the great food, great little um, bistros and pastry shops in Montreal. And I don't, I would never say that one is better than the other. I think they're both great, but I know that there's a lot of expats. Uh, ex-Montrealers in Toronto who yep. probably have very strong opinions. You can share them with me at 7
0: This is the Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010.
1: Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm broadcasting live uh, from Montreal tonight and uh, from our sister station CJD with Nat Lozon. Nat Lozon is uh, one of my oldest... Friends. don't say that don't frame it i that mean way. oldest in the terms of how long i've known you Much not better. in terms of your age okay. um but nat is a uh, radio dj here in montreal but also spent a couple of years working in toronto at what used to be mix 99.9 and is now virgin radio but also does a lot of voiceover work so you may hear a voice popping up during different shows like i do which is always a, a, a nice surprise um <laughs> So we, uh, we were mentioning, too, before the break, I was asking you to text in and let me know your sort of public pet peeves. So the things that people do that make your blood boil, that suddenly, like, get your blood pressure to shoot through the roof. <laughs> and things like – I think for drivers, things like um, not sing- signaling is a big one. Um, we were talking about, for example, people who text in movie theaters – That drives me nuts. I had Ennis Esmer on. He's an actor um, on The Listener and he's um, acted in many different things. And we talked about this once on the show and he actually does. He says he texts during movies. I'm like, that's really irritating. He's like, it's none of your business if I'm texting. I said, but your screen is very distracting. You could be three seats over, but the light from your screen is really distracting. He's like, that's your problem. He made it my problem. Wow. That he was texting because he's like, you're watching a bright screen anyway. You should be able to focus. He's like, I'm not speaking on the phone. I'm not listening to music. I'm using my phone quietly so it's none of your business but you
2: can't sit look you paid money to go to the theater you are you telling me you can't sit in a theater in peace and just watch it without being connected to any social device for like an hour and a half two hours try it as an experiment it can be done (laughs) it can be done
1: so text in 71010 let me know um let me know the things that drive you nuts in public uh actually Jim Richards I believe has been listening Jim doesn't typically listen it's only because <laughs> it's only because you're on the show now yeah because baby. you used to work together I used to work with Jim and uh and so he's listening so thanks Jim he said he once saw someone picking a scab and <laughs> I saw somebody on the subway picking at scabs on their feet and then eating them love Jim Richards. <laughs> Jim, Jim, were you looking at your own reflection in the window, perhaps?
2: Perhaps. I love that he sent that text with love, though.
1: Yeah, with love. Um, this is a good one from Dave, who said, people who pick their nose and then handle doorknobs. Ew! Which is, well, you know, they're opening, let's say, the bathroom door, yeah, yeah, or the yeah. door to the library, the building, whatever. Line cutters, yes, that's a good one. Oh, that, oh we had those, remember? Okay. We had those this weekend. So I just want to say something about, I've known Nat for a long time. <laughs> She's actually one of the calmest, (laughs) most gentle people that I know. And I saw a side of her this weekend that I'd never seen before. And I just let it go. So we went to see a Just for Laughs show uh, celebrating great Canadian up-and-coming artists. And it was called the Homegrown Competition. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, um, everything was all lively on the street. It was nice weather. And we were lining up at the Pio Cochon uh, food truck. And it obviously was quite popular. So it was a couple of people ahead of us. And I went to see what was going on like down the street to see if there's something better down there. So the two of us were in line and then I come back and all of a sudden it felt like the line had grown The line. what happened? Well, I'm standing there, and then
2: uh, you you know this tack that people take when their friends are in line ahead of you, and then they come up and they go, oh, oh, hey, and they pretend they don't see you standing like one person behind. Oh, hey, how's it going, man? Yeah. And all of a sudden, there's like four people who just like melded, shoehorned their way in right in front of me, and I was like, not having it. (laughs)
1: so there there were maybe 20 something year old early 20s right and it was just that was a big it was a big group of them that just suddenly got right in front of us and I don't even know how it started that you were
2: like speaking back to them uh yeah I was just sort of I don't know I was saying stuff and then one guy turned around and said oh what you've never done this before blah 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 and you know there was I it got a little heated it got a little heated. There were purple nurples involved. No, there weren't. But, uh, yeah, no, it just, it got, but there's no arguing with a guy who's, like, 22 and stupid. <laughs> right? No, but really, you said it oh, in the moment. You
1: said there was no, there was no real winner, there was no real loser. There was no way to win the conversation you no, were having with him. No. Because he basically he's like, oh, what, what? We went over to look at other stuff and we came back, but it's just that there were so many of them. And then he was like trying to kind of picking a fight with you, and I got a little panicked because there were so, <laughs> there were so many of them, and they were two of us, and we are the same age as their parents. True. So but- they're looking at us like. You what are you, like my mom and dad? <laughs> and I'm standing there going, no, we, we're so cool. We're so hip. Yeah, so look, there wasn't
2: a big throwdown or anything like that, but it's just it was just, it was one of those things where, uh, you know, normally mild mannered people just kind of snap. But that's not the that was that was the second thing that happened within the span of like two hours because at the show, just for oh. the live show we'd seen before, yes, there was a guy right beside us talking through the people's sets, which is so disrespectful to the
1: comedian. It was a guy and a girl. And there was a couple sitting next to us, and they were talking. Uh, it's like in a movie theater. Like I might whisper to you, what did he just say? But they were speaking at a volume like this that was louder than the people performing on stage throughout their entire set. It was really very rude, very irritating. And the people in front of us were turning around to look back at them, like giving them dirty looks. We were like... We had fully positioned our bodies to turn around and face them like what is going on through the whole thing they were doing that. I think
2: as I as I get older, I'm more I have a shorter fuse for stupidity and I'm more confrontational with people who do things like that. But are are we as Canadians like a little more? Uh, do we do we not? Uh, we don't like confrontation, I don't think. No, we don't like we're we're polite. We're polite. Like we say we say sorry when we bump into someone or when they bump into us. We say sorry. Yes, you know?
1: that's true. But yes, I
2: don't, I don't know. We just we kind of don't like confrontation. I think, but in um, some cases you need to do it.
1: Someone texted and this is also one of my pet peeves. I think a lot of people can relate to this. Uh, when I Hold open a door for a stranger, be it male or female, and don't get a thank you. Totally. So I either say, You're welcome. Yep. Nice and ar- loud. <laughs> in a sarcastic tone. Yes. Or I say, see, there are still gentlemen. Just takes a female to be one. But I absolutely agree. I have held the door open for people who are a few steps behind. Or, you know, open the like if I see somebody coming at me with a, a stroller or, or their hands are full, I'll open the door for them, let them go through. You just have to say thanks. Just say thanks. And when you don't, it ju- it ruins your day. It makes day, you want to slam it? the door on totally, them.
2: Totally. It really does. Uh me as a as a driver cuz we're broadcasting from Montreal tonight and if you've ever driven in Montreal, you know it's a little bit insane. So, yeah, the no signaling thing is huge here. Uh, but this one, I think is universal. When you let somebody in and they don't give you the thank you wave, Oh! Does that make you mad? Oh my god! I'm gonna give you three seconds to give me the thank you wave, and then I'm gonna lose my mind. But what are you gonna do? I don't
1: know. Nothing. There's nothing you Tur- can do.
2: Turn my radio up and cry, or something. I don't know. There's
1: nothing you can do because no. now they're in front of you.
2: I know. It makes me crazy. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, I later. got another
1: text. Uh, my biggest pet peeve is people. Um, is when people. Ad- adjust themselves waiting in line (laughs) for food and it's mostly men thank you peter that
2: is awesome that is a really good one yeah but you
1: know what peter what would be worse is is if it was a person serving you the food versus the person (laughs) waiting for the food who's just like just getting ready getting really excited um uh, this one came up a couple times people who cut their nails in public i don't understand that either i find that to be a very personal sort of <laughs> intimate grooming process. You like to light some candles, put in some soft
2: music. Yeah, on. Yeah, I do.
1: Um, I don't know why it can be deemed acceptable <laughs> on like a, a streetcar or in a cafe. But I've you come on, you've seen it. I feel like we've all probably seen someone clipping their nails in public. I think I've it's seen. It's meant it. for your like your
2: bathroom. It's meant for your bathroom. Uh, yeah, don't cut them in public. Only chew them.
1: Only chew them in public. Um, Someone else texted, I think, you know, I think a lot of drivers have pet peeves. So this one, I hate it when people drive up the shoulder and then cut in on the highway. Or motorcyclists who do that? Come on. Yes. Hate it. (laughs) I'm getting riled up now. You're getting really angry. (laughs) Nat Lozon is one of the most calm people I I know. I really am. So thanks for tuning in. This is the Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio (laughs) News Talk 1010. My co-host tonight, my guest, is uh, Nat Lozon, who is uh, actually my best friend. So it's just kind of nice to have someone come on the show who knows me really well. If you have any questions for her, you can text in at (laughs) at 71010. Doesn't mean I'll ask them, and it doesn't mean I'll read your text Doesn't work. I
2: will answer them for you. Whatever you want to know about Pay Chen, she's an open book via me. (laughs) Go
1: for it. But she is very, she's like the sister I've, I've never had because I've known her since I was 18 years old. So uh, it's been a long, I've known you longer than I didn't know you, if that makes any sense <laughs> at all. Um, people are still texting in about their pet peeves. So I, I appreciate that. 71010. I will tell you what happened to a friend of mine recently. She put it up on Facebook. And as soon as I read it, my face got hot. I was so angry <laughs> yeah. for her. So she was... Out with her 92-year-old grandmother, she took her into a shoe store just to, like, have a little browse. And there was a woman there with her two young daughters, like, like five, six, seven years old. The two little girls were trying on, like, high heel shoes for fun and running around the store just being giggly. Well, those two little girls had kicked off their own shoes and left them in the middle of the store, like, Mm-mm. where people were walking in. Yeah. And uh, my friend, Elisa, said to the mother, um, do you mind um, – moving their shoes so that my grandmother doesn't trip. Her grandmother's 92 years old. These kids shoes are in the middle of the store. And the woman looked at her and laughed in her face.
2: Oh my God.
1: That's the response. That's, that's when you punch them right square in the throat. I don't care. Right square in the throat to that lady. And I just thought she is bringing up the next generation of whoever. Good job, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. You know what's funny is I will say this. Uh if you tune into Jim Richards during the weekdays, he's on from 1 to 4 p.m. Never m. heard of him. <laughs> so he's been signing off his texts with Jim, except for the last text he didn't sign off on, but I know his number now and the text is, "Have you ever made out? Thank you, <laughs> Jim Richards. You're listening to the Paychex show on in-depth radio news talk 1010. The answer is no, but you can keep dreaming about it." You sure can. <laughs>
0: Listening to the Pay Show on Depth Radio News Talk 1010.
1: Welcome back to the show. Thanks for tuning in tonight. My guest, co-host with me tonight, is someone who has known me for a very long time. Um, someone I met while studying radio and television arts at Ryerson University. Back in the mid and late 90s, uh, Nat Lozon is my best friend who also happens to work in the radio industry and in the business and she's been doing that since she was 13 years old, which is, I love that story because how many people do you meet who can say that they've been a professional radio disc jockey since 13 years? But you know what else it means? No fallback career. <laughs> oh my God, you only know how to do one thing. I
2: hope this thing pans out.
1: So far, I don't know. It's a bit iffy. You might have to look at doing something else. I do love the story about how there was a contest at the local radio station where you lived in Timmins. Mm -hmm. And they were looking for a new disc jockey. Mm -hmm. And you submitted a,
2: a cassette tape. Sure did. I probably sounded like like Mickey Mouse or something. Well, you're a 13 year old girl. I was 13, uh, but I I guess I could read, uh, which is <laughs> impressive when you're from Timmins. What? What? Who said that? That's Whoa. Not, that... Text I'm in ki- I...
1: 71010 <laughs> if you're super insulted by that because you're from Timmins. I
2: kid because I love. All right, I'm actually technically from a little part of Timmins called South Porcupine. I'm from Beaverbank. I
1: know. I... We're both from places named after animals. Isn't that that it was no one ever really
2: sees? It was meant to be. It's true. <laughs>
1: beavers and porcupines yeah, they're best friends <laughs> yeah so we were uh, before the break we i'm loving the texts that have been coming in so keep them coming Seven ten ten. we were asking people about their public pet peeves the things that drive them nuts when they're in public and this one just i it laughed out loud and i feel badly someone texted and said i regularly have to sit behind a man flossing oh. on the streetcar. excruciating i feel for you that is terrible disgusting awful uh, I hate it did you and that it's one? the
2: driver is even worse <laughs> yeah <laughs> just a little bit so so not nice uh yeah you know what I hate what? when you're walking uh, towards people on the sidewalk and they're like two or three in a row across the sidewalk oh
1: like two or three deep like they take yeah, up the, yeah whole sidewalk. the whole thing yes. and
2: they don't drop into single file
1: I hate that I think it's a little bit rude. You don't own the sidewalk. You sure don't. Well, can I tell you my experience the other uh, last week I was walking and I'm a very <laughs> fast walker. So I tend to be that person who gets um, a little frustrated when people are like walking very leisurely on the sidewalk or yeah. they're checking their phones. You got to pinball your way through. the Yeah. Crowd. And yeah. I just find in Toronto as well. Like when you're downtown, people are kind of like on a mission. You're trying to catch a streetcar. You're trying to get onto the um, the subway. You got you got somewhere to go. Yeah. Um, so people walk really fast and I like that sort of pace. Uh, but. I tend to be the one who who passes people. And sometimes I'll step off the curb. I'll check to see if there's a bike coming. Um, I'll step off the curb and pass them that way. Or, you know, the minute I see a little bit of room, like they are pa- they just passed the light post, yeah. I'll swing around and I'll pass them and I'll keep going. Well, I was walking down King Street last week and some I was walking fast, but someone behind me wanted to walk even faster. So this guy, this man basically was like, He creeped up right behind me, but not close enough that his body was touching me or anything. He was trying to pass me, but he creeped up behind me so closely that when I swung my hand back, I hit him. I hit him in the scrotum, right in the scrot. And I was so shocked. I didn't even look at him. Like I was just you were shocked. I didn't even apologize because I was I was a bit irritated that he came up that close to me like he really invaded my personal space. Yeah,
2: well, and
1: uh, how how dare he let his crotch meet my fist? <laughs> Seriously, there's
2: special phone lines for that, people. There's special websites for that sort of thing. So I thought that was uh, you know he
1: didn't give me a di- he may have given me a dirty look. I was just so surprised that I he you know he just startled me so much um, that feeling against my hand <laughs> yeah well
2: invasion of personal space is is a big d- i hate close talkers yes. too. close talkers or low talkers but yeah anything invading personal space is not a cool thing how about uh in in mall parking lots and such when people can't park between the lines they'll park over the line slightly Take or, up two spots or one and a half like <laughs> come on people You should not be behind the wheel then. You can
1: text in at 71010. Something else we wanted to talk about because before the break I was mentioning and during this um, just sort of how long uh, Nat and I have known each other. And um, I just think that when someone, I think everyone has someone who's close to them. I hope you have someone who could be a family member. It could be someone from your childhood, be someone from your workplace, uh, someone that you went to school with, which is the case for Nat and I. Uh, And we were talking about what makes a good friend because We are generally very polite that we won't necessarily tell someone if they have lipstick on their teeth or they have salad on their face, but a good friend will immediately say to you, you got spinach in your teeth.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that is the the hallmark of true friendship there when they can tell you your fly is down or you got a little uh for guys when you when you have like a when you put TP on a shaving nick on your face, will t- we'll tell you that the toilet paper's there, you got to take it off. All... I, I saw a guy walking down the street with a little piece of toilet paper
1: and no one told him.
2: No one he told him. He doesn't have a good
1: friend that passed him sure to tell him that. Um and some of these things actually remind me of when we were younger when Nat and I first met at Ryerson. Um, we both put on a <laughs> considerable amount of weight in school. It happened. Look, every
2: Friday was chicken finger night, okay? Stop hassling us. And I remember that you didn't want to tell people that it was chicken finger oh, night. Oh, no you way. Because they would sell out. Yeah. We'd be like, it's chicken finger night. Don't tell anyone. It's chicken finger. A best friend does that. They tell you when it's chicken finger night, but they don't tell
1: anyone else. No. So something that Nat <laughs> did because we all put on weight. We didn't have any money. We were students. We don't know. We didn't know about working out. People work we, out now when they're in their 20s. We didn't know this stuff. We didn't know that exercise was the thing. No. Like, I, I honest to God did not know that exercise was something no. you were supposed to do. Um, but Nat, I remember once I think we were in a, in class, like in a lecture, and I look over at Nat and we used to pass notes to each other, and uh, and she goes, look. And she points to, she lifts up her shirt, the the bottom of her shirt, and she shows me the button of her pants and the zipper. And she put on so much, like a considerable amount of weight that the button and the zipper didn't do up. So she had thought she was quite brilliant. And she had fashioned a little pants extender (laughs) with an elastic band. She took the elastic band and she wrapped it around the button part. And then she like weaved it through the buttonhole and clasped it back around. I it got that. her like another inch or inch and a half on her pants. And I looked at her and she's like, look, I wear <laughs> all my pants like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, this is a good secret because yes. my pants also don't fit.
2: <laughs> Why don't our pants fit? We don't understand. Did the, did the laundry shrink them? It must be the." Must be the we laundry ate, We lived here. out
1: chicken fingers and fries in university. Yeah, I MacGyvered that situation.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I did pay. Yes. I'm not joking, okay? I did it two days ago. <laughs> I'm not even joking. While you were here, I have this pair of capris. <laughs> I'm not joking. I had you. You can afford I will show you when pants we get now. Back. You have a job. <laughs> And you're an adult. But I like those pants and they fit good everywhere else except the zipper always falls down. So you know what? Elastic band that stuff up. It's all good. Your pants will last longer. <laughs> you really did that 2 days <laughs> ago? Oh my god. I will I will show you at my place. I don't want el- I don't
1: need you to show me. I'll believe you. I don't need to see you the liked evidence. You like that secret once upon a time. It was handy. It was good. It was useful. I never used it. I, I didn't I just thought the whole elastic because people could see it. It was when you're like I can't even do the zipper up, but I can close my pants <laughs> with an elastic band, oh and you're right. like, <laughs> all right, I should have worn a muumuu. Is this is where yeah. you're getting at? So what else does a good friend do? Uh, out your secrets on the air? Yeah, it's not <laughs> a secret. I you probably saw it as a fashion tip at I some did. point. Actually, I'm
2: still pretty proud of that one. Uh, what else do, be, do besties do? Uh, they tell you when your dog
1: is fat. I never use the word fat. Okay. Nat has a little chihuahua. It is the size of a large rat. He's adorable. He used to be very svelte. I walked into her condo the other day and I said, oh, Artie, oh, he got put on a little bit of weight. And then the first thing Nat says is, why does everyone say that? <laughs> but here's the thing. As he has
2: aged and he is now almost 11, all his weight goes to his neck. He's husky in the neck. He's husky in the neck. Everywhere else, he's still spelled, but the the neck gained a
1: little like. You know what? A pack he's, of wieners. You he's know, built like a wrestler. He kind of is. Yeah. All their weight is in there. You know what else the best friend will do for you? Nat Lozon. I'm tooting my own horn here. Yeah. Uh, my my guest with me is uh radio DJ Nat Lozon uh, in Montreal, but also around the world you will hear her voice. Oh, <laughs> special. Uh, oh, but my best friend for many years, and so it's uh it's nice to have her do do the show with me. But um, a really good friend will get up multiple times. In the middle of the night. I was going to tell you. I was going This was mine. What do you mean? We didn't talk... We did not talk before the
2: show. This was gonna be my my. This is my bit, Pay. Well, I asked you what else, and you <laughs> didn't come up with that one. A. Okay. So tell the story. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, I I developed an egg allergy in my mid twenties. What? So unfair. But whatever. So Pay is always amazing because she's a big foodie, and whenever we go on trips or we visit each other's respective cities, she always scouts uh places where I can eat. Isn't that sweet? She'll she'll find like vegan places or places that don't serve a lot of meat or places where, um, you know, they're it's they not don't... an ice cream place <laughs> yeah that's right where they where they don't use eggs in their ingredients which is so awesome but one time we went out for sushi and there was uh, 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 mayonnaise and I had eaten sushi with some mayonnaise in it and unbeknownst to me Through the whole entire night, Pei kept uh, checking on me as I was sleeping to make sure I was still breathing. I was so afraid she would die in my condo.
1: (laughs) Not on my watch. Um, But Nat is also a very loud mouth breather. So I kept getting up in the middle of the night. I'm like, is she still alive? Is she still alive? And here you are.
2: Yeah. I I like the portrait we painted as me, as a a chicken finger loving uh, zipper falling down mouth breather. But it's completely accurate. (laughs)
1: That's going to stick around uh, until the end of the show. Uh, thanks for your text. You can keep texting us in at 71010. I am reading them, um, and I enjoy them. Someone said, a good friend is someone who feels like they are family, not afraid to tell anyone anything, and gives you tips on how to respect a person. Good I one. think that's very nice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> Jim Richard is, like, the number one texter <laughs> of the show. He writes, I used to have magic pants. We know about those oh, magic pants. Did. You did what? have magic pants. Wait. Can we talk about magic pants after the break?
0: You're listening to The Pay Chen Show on in depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Hey,
1: thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, it has been a lot of fun reading your text messages. You can text in at 71010, of course, during the show. My best friend, Nat Lozon, has been co-hosting with me. Nat is a uh, radio veteran because she's been a professional disc jockey since she was 13 years old, as we've learned. Uh, right now works in Montreal, but also does a lot of voiceover work. And uh, I spent a couple of days in Montreal. It was a lot of fun. It's been a little while since I've been here and wandering around. My initial reason for coming was to kind of just eat. So, like, Joe really was Joe Beef. Uh, Lived up to the hype. I'd never been there before. Uh, Patrice uh, Pastry Shop is one of my absolute favorites. So for anyone who's maybe going to Montreal sometime this summer, in the fall, or wherever you've got plans to go, you can actually get really cheap train tickets. Very affordable when you get them on sale. Um, Patrice has the most lovely pastries, and desserts. And today, for the first time, I went to the uh, Jean Talon Market. Mm-hmm. Beautiful place. I, I Well, I love farmer's markets, as you know. My parents have been working at a farmer's market since I was a little kid. So whenever I go to any city, I always try to, you know... Try to find a new place to visit. Uh, very quickly before the break, we had read a text message from Jim Richards. Jim is on News Talk 1010 from 1 to 4, Monday through Friday. And he had sent a message about having magic pants. I didn't know what that meant, but Nat Lozon, you apparently know what this means. Yeah, I do. So we'll just enlighten people very quickly.
2: Yeah, uh, so uh, Jim uh, had a pair of pants that uh, whenever he'd stick both hands in the pockets, the zipper would open. Like, wide open. Mm. Just like...
1: Let's pop open. You know that he rigged it like that. That's like well, his trick. It's, that's that's a party trick. I went, my it, magic it, it bands. It they were magic trousers. <laughs> um, It's been – I I know that we've had really nice weather both in Toronto and in Montreal. Um, and one of the things that Nat does that we didn't really get to touch on is that you started up something called the Montreal Dog Blog. It's not just specific to Montreal. You've got lots of great information on there for pet owners or people who just – care about pets
2: that's right uh yeah it's really uh, applicable to anyone who's got pets uh it's a website that I started about five years ago uh with a very heavy emphasis on uh, rescuing animals as opposed to uh purchasing them um and our ad revenue revenue goes back into animal rescue uh and a big deal that happens every summer is the problem uh of people keeping dogs in hot cars when they go places uh which
1: is everywhere right like it's everywhere. not everywhere yeah Um, Well, I find, like, pets and kids, people seem to leave them in hot cars. I I, I don't
2: know why this is still something we need to remind people of, but it happens every single year. It's devastating. Animals and people die. Um, So please, don't bring your your dogs uh, in the car with you. They want to be at home, in the shade. They don't want to be, you know, suffering from a heat stroke in your car, which can happen in, you know, uh, under five minutes. So even with the window cracked, even in the shade, if it's hot outside, it's even hotter inside, please
1: don't do it and no matter how often we hear this every year, whenever in in Toronto too, like when there's a hot day, people on the, on the news, you, you often get reminders of like, please don't leave your dogs or your children in hot cars. Every, we are constantly reminding people and it keeps happening. Yeah. So, so thank you for the opportunity for
2: us to remind people again, because people obviously love their children, love their animals. That's why they're, they have them with them, but it's just a matter of education. So, uh, it's dangerous. You don't need to do it, uh, uh, please don't have your animal in a hot car with you on a hot day.
1: If you saw, saw a, a dog uh, in a car with the windows up or just cracked, would you smash the window?
2: Uh, I would if if I knew the dog was demonstrating very severe uh, or beginning signs of, of heat stroke. Yes. So if the animal is lethargic and panting and not reacting to you, uh, then yes, I would absolutely. Uh, I, I I'm I would technically. I can't like advocate that but I will unofficially <laughs> yes. because it I I would do it um do it. but then you know you you run the risk of being sued because you damaged someone's property but uh, you know yeah what's the payoff you saved an animal's life so there's no there's no Question
1: there. Yeah. But I know that we all come across situations where we see pet owners who leave their dogs tied up outside in the heat without water. Mm -hmm. Um, That happened to me last summer. Uh, I saw a dog on uh, Queen Street and it was really hot and that dog was panting. And I tried to give it some water, but it was like, it kind of growled at me. Mm -hmm. And I waited and I waited for the guy to come out. When he came out, I gave him such a dirty look. Yeah. And I said, Your dog was really hot. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, no, no, he's fine. And he just, like, they, they just away. don't know.
2: People just don't know. So it's a matter of just getting out there and keep reminding them and look in those cars in mall parking lots and look for those animals and be don't don't make it somebody else's problem. Go into the store where the car is parked outside of, ask to have the license plate, the make model of the car um, paged. And if the store won't do it for you, take another tack. Say, listen, uh, uh there was a hit and run with this car in the parking lot. I need to announce it and get Ooh, the owner. You know what
1: I mean? Clever do something, do something else. Because yes.
2: in the end, you know, you're you're saving an animal so yeah
1: no great tips yeah. uh and the website uh montrealdogblog.com excellent easy to remember uh Vinny white joins us now because he's coming up at 9 p.m hello,
0: hello. Vinny. hi oh maybe he... i am here but i don't know if you can hear me
1: did he have a i don't know if he's there or if he... we're just <laughs> we're not getting his feed
0: uh, hello oh, oh, i'm there here he
1: is. There you he is. are there hey Vinny.
0: Elliot had to press some buttons i felt also <laughs> isolated for a moment but here i am in your clutches hello oh
1: <laughs> Always in my clutches. Mm. Uh, what's coming up on your show?
0: Oh yeah, don't worry about that, mate. I've got that under control. It's all <laughs> just writes itself, doesn't it? It's it does. Going to be legendary radio. More, more to the point, what are you doing in uh, Montreal? Uh,
1: well, we checked out some just for laughs or so some comedy. We saw some great um, up and coming Canadian comics with this like homegrown show, which promotes sort of the up-and-comers young comedians and i've been eating a lot i've been eating my weight in pastries <laughs> pay bought so much cheese
2: oh. at the local market <laughs> that my fridge smells like armpit <laughs> it's
1: awesome you know what when Vinny, when we when i open that fridge it smells <laughs> horrible <laughs> it, it's going to for days after you leave it really oh, will
0: really now yeah. don't eat it all at once because it does bung you up you know <laughs>
1: I did. I got very excited. I went to Atwater Market and there's a really great little cheese shop there. And I thought I was so forward thinking because I... I'm like, I packed a little insulated bag and I even packed an ice pack which I've put in the freezer. I'm like, this is going to be great because I'm taking the train back. And I thought, I want to bring back all kinds of, uh, you know, Quebec cheese and share it with my friends. Oh, I'd love but to be the... sitting
0: next to you on that train.
1: Well, this is what I didn't think about. Yeah. It, that was not fully,
2: f- you know what I should do is I should just eat it on the train. You need to encase it in some sort of cement and then a hazmat mm. suit and then a giant... Or uh... well,
0: sell it. You could sell it because they, VRL do those little cheese and biscuit packs. And I think they're about $7. <laughs> you could undercut that, surely. There you go,
1: yeah. I'm not going to undercut it. My cheese is nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you heard it here first. The slam That's, of VRL's yeah. cheese.
1: <laughs> My cheese is nice.
2: <laughs> She's so offended right now.
0: Yeah. Is it good for cheese? I suppose it is kind of French, isn't it? The whole Montreal thing. See, I'm pretty local.
1: There's a little French here. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> There's And, uh, you know, got to eat some... I'm just trying to think. The farmer's markets were fun to visit and... Got to walk around. Oh, I made bagels, Vinny. Bagels. Oh. i sorry, I'm saying them wrong. I say mm. bagels, which apparently is is very very incorrect. But uh, Saint Viator is that how you say it now? Saint Viator. Yep. Um, is a well known established Montreal uh, bagel shop, mm-hmm. and they've got a couple of locations. And I went in there, and uh, they gave me a little lesson in rolling bagels, and they throw them into honey water to boil. That's the secret. Oh. oh. And then they bake them. Yeah. So it's the they, have, they are boiled first and then baked, and that's what gives them that beautiful, chewy, uh, inside, but nice, crisp crust. Because a lot of the bagels you get at the grocery store, it's just bread shaped in a mm, round. Yeah, lies. Lies yeah, yeah. nice.
0: nice and cheats.
1: Yeah, but what I did discover at uh, when I was at St. Fiatura was that they actually sell their bagels frozen at Metro. Because I said, oh, I'm going to have to pick up some money to shuttle back to my friends. And he said, no, you can actually buy them. You can buy them in Toronto. Just go to the grocery store and find them in the freezer section. That's super convenient. Oh, there you go. amazing. But it's kind of nice to come back with, you know, freshly smelling warm bread. Did you
0: have any smoked meat?
1: I did not. I had smoked meat croquettes at Joe Beef, which were really lovely. Mm. And that was the only smoked do you want me to bring some back for you and also Ooh, pack it into my uh, insulated bag? No,
0: I'm worried a it might go a bit wrong.
1: <laughs>
2: Cheese, smoked meat and bagels. Yeah.
0: It's alright, I'll eat here. I'm fine. I am quite <laughs> astounded that you're not a fat person though. How do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> How is it that you're not a big fatty?
1: Um, I do actually work out a lot. I don't, I don't like it. And I also have this summer because I've put on enough weight that I went up a size. Oh, did you? Yep. I went up a full size in the past two years and I gave away all of my clothes to a friend of mine who feels really happy about my weight gain. Um, (laughs) And I even had to hire a personal trainer for a little bit. Well, these things
0: don't add up. If you've given all your clothes away and got a personal trainer, if the personal trainer succeeds, you want all those clothes back. I know I do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Um, Vinny, do you miss me in, in studio?
0: To be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I've always wanted to be naked in here and now I'm using that (laughs) opportunity. You'd never let me. So it's nice to not have you around because I can touch myself
1: there are a few that's terrible um, <laughs> there are but there have been many times when Vinny actually unbuttons his shirt for me when I'm in studio that's and then true, I flee yeah. oh. uh, so the Vinny White show is coming up next have a great show Vinny
0: I will and I do miss you a little I can't wait to see you next week I think
1: uh, yes and I will keep some cheese in my pocket for you thanks love <laughs> thanks for tuning in everyone I'm Pay pei Chen pei is the website you can also catch the podcast if you missed uh, the earlier part of the show thank you to everyone who texted in including Jim Richards and his magic pants Nat Lowson, of course uh, my best friend for over 20 years who has made me a crazier person thank you for joining me tonight thank you and montrealdogblog.com of course is a website where you can find out more about her or you can watch the ellen show and hear her voiceover for Doe toe fungus cream <laughs> have a great weekend oh, it's over now have a great week everyone